Uh, I'm going to be talking about um, this whole area of <coughs> consistency across Scripture. It's not a question as such, um, but the importance that if we are going to go for what is termed a complementarian approach, thank you, um, which is that we have assigned roles and that men lead and women submit and follow, then we need to be consistent if we go that approach. Um, now, it's helpful to explain where I've come from is that I have, uh, I grew up in a church where it was, was male-only leadership, and I um, basically accepted that. Uh, I understood it from my understanding of Scripture at the time and have really held that view for many years. Um, <coughs> uh, but uh, over the past, past few years, and, <coughs> and uh, reading other stuff, uh, that has been challenged and uh, it's, it's been quite a long journey for me to come to a different viewpoint. And primarily it is about consistency for me across <coughs> the whole of Scripture. Uh, you can take individual verses uh, and argue one way or the other. But I think when, for me, as I look at the whole of Scripture and what God's purpose in the whole of Scripture is about, I've come uh, to the understanding that actually uh, it would be wrong to exclude somebody from doing a job on the basis of their gender. So, um, but it's true to say that it is difficult to argue one way or other from Scripture, and, and, and you've heard Jamie and we've heard over the first few weeks looking at individual passages of Scripture. Um, but it's not also fair to say that we have these conflicts in other aspects of doctrine. One of the ones that is particularly um, well, it's a number, but one uh, that I know Christians disagree on is, can you lose your salvation? Um, or, are you once saved, always saved? Now, I've done a study on this, and a few times I've heard various preachers, and um, I'm firmly <coughs> believing that once you are saved, you cannot lose your salvation. That is my standpoint. However, there are other Christians, and I've had discussions even in this church recently, that hold a different viewpoint, that they do believe that actually there is a possibility of losing your salvation. And there are verses in the Bible that would sort of suggest that. And when you look at these two, you have to then uh, understand uh, the context, again, that were written in, what the writer was trying to say, and, uh, and you come down one side or the other. So there are a number of places in the Bible where... Um, they are, if you like, open to interpretation. Now, um, I'm not going to say to a Christian that believes they can lose their salvation that they're wrong, because um, I, I think they are, because I think... Uh, but actually, that is that they are genuinely saved, and they can... Um, uh, but they can still hold that view. Now, I, I, it, it challenges all sorts of issues with the consistency of Scripture for me, that, that viewpoint. Um, and I will talk to people about that. I don't want to go into detail. Um, uh, um, but actually, for me, and I, when I was looking at this whole subject, for me, that type of issue was more important um, than the issue of uh, whether women can, can be leaders in the church or be elders. And the reason for me that was more important was because actually... Holding a view that you can lose your salvation actually challenges a whole load of stuff um, about my, my belief in God and, and his sovereignty and all that. Whereas, um, and actually I decided this was far more important an issue for me 
than whether we have women leaders or elders. Because actually, um, women uh, being elders, can I still preach the gospel? Yes. Can I still uh, um, you know, hold the, the, the wonderful truths of, of the gospel uh, to my heart? Yes, I can. But if I have to go down the church route where <coughs> I, um, I have to uh, go along with you can lose your salvation, actually, I'm, that really challenges how I preach the gospel and how I hold on to the, the truths of the faith. Anyway, that's a, a bit of an aside. And so when we look at verses for male-only leadership, we would have to ignore others that um, can be interpreted in a different way. And then you have to ask yourself, which ones do you interpret and which ones do you take absolutely literally? And Jamie uh, has been talking about that. Now, one of the issues, one of the uh, commonly held um, uh, beliefs in the church today is women can do everything except be elders um, and leaders of the church. Okay, so that, that is a commonly held view across many churches. Now, this is a very problematic viewpoint, and this is a, to be honest, a view that I held for many years. And, and this is problematic mainly for the reasons that Jamie was talking about earlier. Because there are verses in the Bible that if you uh, take literally, then, you know, the one we've talked about, you know, I don't um, permit women to teach or have authority over a man. Actually, they must remain silent. How do you marry that with being able to preach and teach and speak? Um, so you have to then reinterpret that one, but you don't need to reinterpret the one that follows on, which is what Jamie was talking about. So there's inconsistency there. You have to then decide which ones you go for. And so when we start um, applying these verses literally, you get into all sorts of consistency problems. Um, and I do not believe that is what God intended. For me, the issue must come down to God's purpose in creation, that co-leadership, men and women together, ruling, restoring what was there before the fall. See, we are new creations. We're no longer sin-bound. And it comes down to what gifting each person has. And if it's a leadership gift, how that leadership gift is exercised. <coughs> has that person got a clear gifting to lead, and do they seek to model a Christ-like leadership, which is servanthood, sacrificial, releasing, and empowering? Now, we want to avoid a domineering, self-serving leadership model. That's what we've been talking about. But both men and women can exhibit that. And whether the leader is male or female is not the issue. Both are wrong. And so we cannot assign that to a particular gender. We can have a domineering man or a domineering woman, and both are wrong. So consistency can't be about applying the letter of the text exactly as it is written, because you end up in knots and it doesn't work. Consistency is about looking at the overall purpose of God, bringing all things together under Christ in unity, equality, love and freedom. And I believe this is best expressed by not having a structure that forbids certain roles to certain people based on gender or age or ethnicity, but based only on gifting and character. 